0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. More than 400 people gathered this morning for the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber's 2023 Business Recognition Breakfast Awards Ceremony and Annual Meeting. Several local businesses were honored, including Josh Kitchell of Coloma's Mosquito Mob Service, who delivered a powerful moment to the audience. I challenge you to be an agent of change. You can't help everybody everywhere, but you can help somebody somewhere. So think about that today. What can I do to make a positive impact on beautiful southwestern Michigan? Sawyer's local poor won Best New Business, while Stevensville's Full Circle Cafe took home Best Small Business. and Springs Public Schools got the Economic Impact Award, while the Children's Advocacy Center of Southwest Michigan received the Nonprofit Excellence Award. The Pat Moody Award was given to Thomas Starks of Starks Family Funeral Homes. You can find out more about the chamber ceremony at our website. Work is about to begin on Phase 2 of Whirlpool's Lakeview Bike Trail in the Benton Harbor area. Whirlpool's Deb O'Connor tells us Phase 1 was the 5.5-mile bicycle trail near the company's corporate headquarters on the east side of M63 completed this past summer. Starting next week, construction starts on the west side of the road. There will be a two and a half to three miles of trail, and there will be more of a focus on jumps and features. And But the outer loop will be rider-friendly to all levels, and then the jumps will be toward the middle. So it will be more advanced riders, but it will still be rider-friendly to all levels. O'Connor says Whirlpool wants to encourage healthy living for its employees and the community, and that's why the trails are open to the public after Phase 1 of the Lakeview Trail opened last summer, Whirlpool saw around 150 people out there each day. A tunnel is being built under M63 to connect the east and west portions of the trail, and that work will have part of the road closed starting on Monday and lasting through May. Berrien County Animal Control has been struggling to house animals that belong to people who were caught up in the criminal justice system and waiting for court dates and County Commissioner Alex Ott told colleagues this week the shelter in Benton Township currently has 31 dogs that can't be adopted and are waiting for their owners. And there's some concern that those animals are held from anywhere six to eight months because they have to wait for the case to go through. They cannot be put down legally. So there was some discussion. They're going to put a committee together to discuss uh, with the prosecutor's office, uh, general attorney's office for Michigan to figure out how to move forward with case-held animals. Ot says they're going to talk about creating a policy to cover these situations. He noted it costs the county about $50 a day to hold such animals, adding if the owners can't reclaim their dog, the animals can't just be adopted out because they've been sheltered for the past several months or longer. One possibility is to require restitution from criminal suspects whose dogs have been sheltered by Air- Berrien County Animal Control. When and County Sheriff Paul Bailey started out in law enforcement, officers didn't have computers, body cameras, bulletproof vests, or cell phones. When deputies needed backups, they, they sometimes had to use a payphone to call for dispatch. Although a lot has changed in Sheriff Bailey's 40 years of service, what hasn't changed is his mission. Working at the sheriff's office, working at St. Joe Township, trying to make a difference, helping people. thats what, That was what I wanted to do as a law enforcement officer, to be out there to help people solve crimes make it safer in our neighborhoods and Berrien County is relatively safe violent and property crime rates are lower in the county than state and national averages according to the FBI's crime data Berrien County's violent crime rate is about half the national average and a quarter of Michigan's overall so why retire now Bailey says it's time I'm 67 now and I said that uh, it's time to go enjoy family more and and do a little bit of traveling but do other Hobbies that I haven't done since I've been sheriff uh, before I get too old to do it. Bailey will serve out the remainder of 2023, but he's stepping down a year before his term is up. He's recommending to the Berrien County Board of Commissioners that Under Sheriff Chuck Height take his place in the interim before the next election. 40 years of service, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of law enforcement, and a legacy that'll be hard to replicate. But Sheriff Bailey will be the first to tell you he didn't do it. It was the people around him. Bailey will leave office at the end of 2023. 31 police officers from around Michigan have graduated from the Teaching, Educating, and Mentoring School Liaison Program, and they're now trained to work with schools to teach kids about staying safe. Among the graduates are officers from the Allegan County Sheriff's Department, the Buchanan City Police Department, the Coloma Township Police Department, and the Van Buren County Sheriff's Department. Michigan State Police say team is taught to grades K-12 through by police officers with a goal of better equipping the kids to protect themselves. During their training course, the officers received instruction in student and juvenile psychology, classroom management, and public speaking. They'll now go to schools to talk to the kids about personal safety, how to dial 911, and dating violence. The team curriculum has also been updated in recent years to address school safety and security, bullying, cybercrime, social media, drugs, and vaping. The Region 4 Area Agency on Aging will welcome legendary sports announcer John Keating to South Haven this month. The Campus for Creative Aging's Amy Nichols tells us the event is the kickoff of its 2023 speaker series, and the evening has been deemed baseball, blue lines, and beer. Keating is a longtime Bally sports announcer for the Detroit Tigers and Red Wings. Nichols says that he's won 20 Emmys over his career in radio and television sports broadcasting. He is going to come and talk really about a little bit about his career, and he's also going to talk about aging with purpose because he is above the retirement age, and he just keeps going strong, and and it's given him a purpose and a meaning, and he's going to share that with us and also with his um, fantastic sense of humor. Nichols says the Area Agency on Aging is teaming up with Three Blondes Brewing and Lake Michigan College for the engagement to be held at Lake Michigan College in South Haven on February 27th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $25 and will include a glass of beer from Three Blondes. You can get a ticket at campusforcreativeaging.org or you can call the Campus for Creative Aging. And the Michigan Department of Natural Resources has released a recap of the 2022 deer hunting season. DNR Deer Management Specialist Chad Stewart tells us 2022 was the first year that hunters were required to report their deer harvest within 72 hours. Thanks to data that rule has generated, the DNR can see statewide harvest numbers earlier than usual. So why did they start requiring the reports? We've always estimated our harvest through a post-season harvest survey administered to a random subset of hunters, and that generally gives us an estimate on all the data that we need. But what we were experiencing using those surveys was a a declining response rate. Stewart says in an average year, hunters will take about 400,000 deer statewide, and 2022 is shaping up to be about the same, although the number of deer reported is lower because not all the hunters are following the new reporting rule yet. How many of those deer were taken in southwest Michigan? Berrien County, we have about 2,800 deer harvested, about 1,200 antlerless deer, and about 1,600 antler deer. And in Van Buren County, we had 4,500 deer harvested. For 2022, 586,000 hunters bought a deer license, which is about 1% less than the previous year. Most of the deer taken were during firearm season, with Stewart noting about one deer every second was taken on opening day. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dewajak, where furniture shopping is fun. There are worries over toxic chemical exposure growing in East Palestine, Ohio, following the train derailment two weeks ago. ABC's... Karen Travers is the latest on the Biden administration's response. The Biden administration is sending medical personnel and toxicologists from the Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control Prevention to conduct public health testing and assessments in East Palestine. This is in response to Ohio Governor DeWine's request for additional federal health support. Administration officials said repeatedly on a conference call with reporters that Norfolk Southern will be held accountable for the train derailment and the aftermath. But on the specifics of what that means, officials could only say the rail company has agreed to pay for cleanup costs, and the federal government is exploring a legally binding order to make that happen. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Oregon's legislature is considering a bill that experts say would create the nation's most comprehensive law against paramilitary activity. In recent years, the state's been a hotbed of extremist incidents, including a breach of the state capitol and a takeover of a wildlife refuge. The bill would create civil remedies in court if armed paramilitaries interfere with another person who's engaging in an activity they have a legal right to do. And a court could block a paramilitary group from pursuing an activity if the state attorney general believes it would be illegal conduct. The measure also enables anyone injured by paramilitary activity to sue. The now-fired Memphis police officers seen on video beating Tyree Nichols last month were in court today to answer criminal charges. More maybe he's Brian Clark. After the five former Memphis police officers pled not guilty to criminal charges in the death of Tyree Nichols last month, the family of the 29-year-old told reporters... It's a glorious day. This is the beginning of the process. Nichols' stepfather, Rodney Wells, his mother, Rovon Wells, said of the five officers in court... They didn't even have the courage Mm. to look at me in my face... Mm. after what they did to my son. All five remain free on bond. The next hearing is scheduled for May 1st. Brian Clark, ABC News. To millions of viewers, Fox News hosts gave allies of former President Donald Trump a platform to champion false claims that he lost the 2020 election because of voter fraud. To one another, they expressed doubts about the claims and mocked the people making them. Private exchanges between Fox News hosts Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and other network bigwigs, including Fox Corporation chair Rupert Murdoch, show a wide chasm between what the network promoted in primetime and the doubts that its stars held behind the camera. That's according to new court filings and a defamation lawsuit being waged by a company whose voting systems were often maligned on the air. Four U.S. service members and a working dog are receiving treatment at a medical facility after being wounded on a mission that targeted and killed a senior ISIS leader on Thursday. ABC's M-Win is more. During a partnered U.S. and Syrian Democratic Forces helicopter raid in northeastern Syria targeting ISIS senior leader Hamza al-Hamzi, an explosion wounded four U.S. service members and one working dog. Al-Hamzi was killed in the mission. The U.S. service members and working dog, who are also members of the U.S. Special Operations Force, forces are receiving treatment in a U.S. medical facility in Iraq. M1, ABC News, Washington. U.S. officials say the military has finished efforts to recover the remnants of a large balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina, and an analysis of the debris so far reinforces conclusions it was a Chinese spy balloon. Officials say the U.S. believes the Navy, Coast Guard, and FBI personnel collected all the balloon debris off the ocean floor. That includes key equipment from the payload that could reveal what information it was able to monitor and collect. U.S. Northern Command says the recovery operations ended Thursday, and the final pieces are on their way to the FBI lab in Virginia for analysis. Thousands of miles from the front lines, a sprawling manufacturing plant in the small Midwest city of Lima, Ohio, is playing a critical role in the effort to arm Ukraine as it fends off the Russian invasion. The plant is owned by the Army and operated by General Dynamics. Army officials say it's expected to refurbish Abrams' tanks that the U.S. can send to Ukraine and is already preparing to build an updated version of the vehicle for Poland. Army Secretary Christine Wormuth toured the facility with other Army leaders this week. She says it's highly likely the plan will provide the tanks for Ukraine. And new to watch this weekend is Ant-Man, as well as Winnie the Pooh and a few other things. Here's ABC's Jason Nathanson. Let the quantumania begin. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. The latest Marvel movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. hits theaters this weekend, expected to earn over $100 million by the end of President's Day. It also marks the start of a new phase of storytelling for Marvel, with a new major bad guy, Kang the Conqueror, played by Jonathan Major. I can get you home. Also in theaters this week, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and streaming. I love. Living on the moon. The sci-fi dramedy series Hello Tomorrow on Apple TV+. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.